0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 801. Whenever I spoke to Vachette, I thought twice about every word. Some words I thought about three times. And while Vashet seemed to return to her familiar, wry and smiling self, I would catch her watching me from time to time, her face grim, her eyes intent. As the days passed, the tension between us gradually wore away, fading as slowly as the bruises on my face. I like to think eventually it would have disappeared entirely, but we were not given enough time for that. It came like lightning from the clear blue sky. Vashet opened her door to my knock, but instead of coming outside, she stood in the doorway. Tomorrow is your test, she said. For a second, I didn't understand what she was talking about. I had been focusing so intently on my sword practice, my sparring with Kellyanne, the language, the Lothani, I had almost forgotten the purpose of it all. I felt a rush of excitement in my chest, followed by a chill knot in my stomach. Tomorrow? I said stupidly. She nodded, smiling faintly at my expression. Her subdued response did little to set me at my ease. So soon? Shaheen feels it would be best. If we wait another month, there could be early snow, keeping you from going freely on your way. I hesitated, then said, You aren't telling me the whole truth, Bashet. Another faint smile, and a small shrug. You're right in that, though Shaheen does think waiting is unwise. You are charming in your clumsy barbarian way. The longer you are here, the more folk will come to feel kindly toward you. I felt the chill settle deeper into my gut. And if I am to be mutilated, it would be better if it were done before more folk realize I'm actually a real person, and not some faceless barbarian, I said harshly, though not as harshly as I want to. Bashat looked down and nodded. You would not have heard, but Penthe blackened Cassaret's eyes two days ago in an argument about you. Cillian, too, has grown fond of you and talks to the other children. They watch you from the trees while you train. She was still for a moment. And there are others. I knew enough after all this time to read Vashet's small silence for what it really meant. Suddenly her muted mood, her stillness made much better sense. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick.
1: Shit's getting exciting!
2: It's getting exciting, and it's also like, all right, we're going to cut to the end of this sequence, and I like that there's a bit of work being done on this page to justify why the end of the sequence comes in what otherwise would probably
0: feel like uh, too short of an order. Yeah, like, it doesn't feel abrupt to me. It feels natural because the kind of, the, the narrative arc of his training subplot feels complete. Like there, I feel like there has been this tension building about him, like not understanding the lessons that Vashit is trying to teach him, him like getting better, but still having this conflict. And it all comes to a head when Vashit's like what Vashit beats him up and is like, I'm going to think about whether or not I need to kill you because you might be evil.
2: Uh, I, I agree. I think that everything that had to happen in this mm-hmm. sequence has happened. And so now it's time for the end, but I just feel like Rothfuss is doing a little bit of lifting to be like, okay, Otherwise, if we didn't have this sequence, it might feel a bit abrupt because, you know, some people study for years and try many times before they actually get into or even get invited to to join the school. So we have to have the sequence where we explain we're kind of rushing it a bit because otherwise people might start to like you and it might feel bad to, uh, you know, smash your hands with hammers.
0: Mm-hmm. But we've also been set up that he is like doing a crash course in what these people learn, right? Like when he is given to Vashet, they're like, "We will see what he can learn from her."
1: Before I comment on the on the that part of the page, uh, the very first top little bit of the page, when he's talking about he's talking about Vashet's words and how he counts them, and he said sometimes even three times.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, thinking three, three times. times. Yeah, it's very. <laughs>
0: Don't
1: know what it means, but it's there.
2: Well, it it echoes uh, him telling um, Simon, I'm telling you, or Simon telling him, I'm telling you three times. And then uh, him telling Bast, I'm telling you three times. It echoes that. And frankly, I think this is like the correct thing to learn. Like he actually should have
0: been doing this all along. But this also speaks to like a complete, like a serious breakdown in their relationship such that he can't, he doesn't feel like he can trust her to be allowed to speak his mind anymore. I mean, you shouldn't be speaking your mind around your master, you know, but... She she says, I want us to have complete trust between us. She Hmm. literally says that to him. I want us to be able to talk about everything. A master and student should be able to trust each other completely.
1: Trust is different than, like... Like, I think part of trust is also, like, knowing someone else's boundaries. And for Vashet, one of her boundaries is no joking about the things that I think are very serious.
0: Right, but that's not what's going on here. Like what's going on here is that he no longer feels safe to to just like ask her honest questions and say what comes into his head because he is now thinking if I say the wrong thing, she will kill me. If she thinks that I'm evil, if she thinks that there's like some darkness in me, she will kill me. And I don't know what I might say that would lead her to that conclusion, so I have to watch everything I say. He's walking on eggshells around her. This reminds I mean, I me. I think
1: of- that he does, to an extent, understand what will, what will lead her in that direction. He knows, he knows enough based on his his previous fuck up to know like what things should and shouldn't be said around her. It's not that he's like, oh no, anything I say could set her off. That's not what's happening. It's he's. He's choosing his words carefully, knowing that how he says what he wants to say is going to affect what she thinks.
0: Right. And he's probably not not saying
1: it. He's just saying it with very specific words.
0: Well, but he's also probably choosing not to say certain things because he thinks that she might kill him for them.
2: Which is good and correct. You should think twice or maybe three times, especially when you're someone like, quote,
0: I don't think that that's true. I think that that's sad. Like, I, I don't think that you should. I think that if you're second guessing what you're saying around someone who you once felt like you could trust to be completely honest with and say whatever came into your head, that is a sign of a broken down relationship. You know what? I agree with that. I do think that is
2: sad. And I do think that's the sign of a broken down relationship. But I think this goes down, this goes back to my opinion from early on that their master student relationship was inappropriate from the beginning. Um, and I'm not interested in really getting it here, but I'm inclined to agree with you there, Jeremy, that it is sad and it does indicate a broken relationship. And like, I think leaving it there is an interesting, I'm going to say plot hook. I don't really mean it that way, but it's an interesting like th- lit- dangling thread. The fact that we had this relationship that we, that seemed very strong that Quoth has, you know, maybe through no fault of his own kind or this through a difference of character has has eroded a little bit.
0: Yeah. And when I I want to be clear that when I say relationship, I'm not like referring necessarily to their like their friend with benefits relationship. Yeah, no same. I
2: mean like their interpersonal relationship. Yeah, like their friendship.
0: Their master student like friendship has been damaged. And I think that like this hurts me a little bit to read because I have been in situations like this where I have like had a relationship that has broken down in trust and I felt like I was like having to think really hard about what I was going to say when I hadn't had to do that before. And it sucked. And the only thing that fixes something like that is time really. And they don't have that time. And that is very sad. And that is
2: an interesting level to, And like, I think a, a good bit of building on Rothfuss part that it's a tension that's added to this. It's not just like an arbitrary, okay, time's up. It's like, Oh, if only we had more time now, mm-hmm. it's not like, I'm glad to be rushed at the end. It's like, Oh, this, this, there's a, there's a, a dark lining to the silver cloud.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's... I also want to
2: talk about the uh, Penthe and Carceret uh, having a fight and causing actual harm. And it's a nice reminder that they're not monks and they're not perfect. And Penthe, who we know is like the best student, is like in many ways no better than Carceret. And is still like a headstrong teenager who gets into fistfights over differences of opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Like Vashet is, you know, the paragon of self-control. and uh, is thought to be one of the best teachers. And it's nice to be reminded that even like the rank and file of the school
0: are still just people. Mm-hmm. Although I am going to push back on one thing you said, like Penthe is better than Carceret because she is right. <laughs> and Carceret <laughs> is wrong. And also Carcerate's like a racist and Penthe's not. So Yes, and
2: it's correct to blacken the eyes
0: of racists. But Indeed. what I mean is that like...
2: I but think, they're both,
0: they're both like feel so strongly about what they believe that they're willing to like get into a brawl about. Yeah. And,
2: and like as seasoned martial artists, like, yes. yeah, I think that it does not, I think that the, the consequences for getting into a brawl, uh, were pro- would probably be pretty dire in a culture based entirely around being great martial artists with great self-control. Mm-hmm. So it's telling that even with those social constructs, they're, they're willing to do
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I sort of like, I almost want to know more about how that even happened.
0: I mean, I'm sure Carceret was talking shit in the dining hall saying, finally, that barbarian's getting the black eye he deserves. And Penthea's like, hey, that guy's my friend. You want a black eye? I'll give you a black eye. Motherfucking goddamn piece of shit. Guy. Speaking of, I, I
2: suspect that the you know the black eye and the sequence that we've just gone through is part of why it got sped up, the the final test here. Because it i think it probably triggered like okay look we do need to make a decision like the vashit's conclusion is we need to make a decision and i'm not the one to make it like we need to make sure that we do this properly mm. but the fact that i think that uh her just kind of discovery like you are charming in your clumsy barbarian way uh the longer you hear the mofork will come to feel kindly toward you they know that if if this is wrong they need to figure it out quickly otherwise that there's going to be more dire consequences so i think that this is also to Roth's credit and also perhaps why the sequence has been constructed like it has is that we needed the, the anger sequence to happen in order for the end to get moved up like this.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're thinking about it as like the story structure of this sequence of the book, the climax or like the, the, like the break into act three of this sequence is Cursor is Vashet like beating him down and now this is the uh the like lead up to the climax of the sequence, right like this is the you know we've already had the suit up montage this is the heroes like descending into the enemy lair, dispatching some goons uh, and giving like a rousing speech before the big finale um but there's also some a nice piece of character work for Vachette uh in something that goes kind of unsaid, right she says. You know, Penthe, Black, and eyes, the children have grown fond of you, and there are others. And then she, like, looks away. And, of course, the others she is referring to but does not say is her, right? She's like, I couldn't bring myself to kill you. I am attached to you. I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. So this has to happen now before I get any more attached. If it happens, like, two weeks from now, I might not let it happen.
1: I I have a note. Um, pre letter, but post everything else.
0: All
2: right. Well, here's the letter. It's from Valentina of the Sea. Pre letter, writes...
0: she said.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> but Nick, I said Oh, pre letter. They
2: said post letter. Okay. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry.
1: Okay. Okay. So this was page 801, and there's a thousand pages in Nick's copy of the book. Guys, it's less than 200 pages.
0: That's right. We're 80. That's
1: less than a year's worth of pages.
0: We're 80.1% into this book.
1: This time. <laughs>
0: that, that, this not, time
1: <laughs> next year, where will we be? Who will we be?
0: <laughs> mm.
2: well, the only one way to find out. You'll have to keep listening. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, mailbag.
2: Mailbag. This is from Valentina of the Sea who writes on Falurian and the Adem. Hello, pagers. Here's a short letter about Felurian's influence on Kvoth and the story. Before Quoth meets Florian he's a teen with no sexual experience, and he's either oblivious to sexual advancements or intimidated by them. That changes when he meets Felurian, but had he never met her and still made his way to the ADEM, his reaction to their attitude towards sex might have been very different. And I kind of think that it might have been really interesting to watch him struggle with this rather than have the sex goddess smooth the path for him. What do you guys think? Hope you're doing well, signed Valentina. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I think that he... He, Even though he's like not as wild as he was when he came out of uh, the Fae realm, I do think that he has a broader mind when it comes to social mores about sex and nudity than he did. I mean, frankly, I think it would be ultimately less interesting because he would have spent this whole sequence going, Oh, geez, these beautiful women everywhere. They're naked sometimes and they're making advances at me and I don't know what to do. And he's been doing that enough.
2: <laughs> yes, he would... Uh... <laughs> He would transmogrify into Woody Allen uh, <laughs> without all the baggage that entails. Um, yeah, I'm inclined to think that like it had to happen in that order for that same reason, that it's less interesting. The author would have to have the character contend with that stuff, which I think is not what the author wants to tell about this. Like It's not what he wants to explore by introducing that aspect to this culture. Um, so I think he needs his... His protagonist to be a bit more open minded, but not so open minded that he just takes it completely in stride. He has to sort of take a step and think about
0: it. But here's the thing: if Kfoth went into a a demra before he went into Fulurian, he would be approaching it with the same mindset that he's had for the first like 500 pages of this book, which is like that of like an inexperienced teenager who is intimidated by sex. And what does that sound like again, Jeremy? It sounds a little bit like this. Very nervous. but
1: Uh, Also, just the way that Jeremy put that sentence.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, But (laughs) here's the thing. We've seen those scenes before. So it would be boring to see them happen again. And I think that having both come into this environment as someone with a bit more sexual experience and a bit more confidence... Allows for newer and more interesting scenes to happen while still having him be challenged in different ways, right? like he's still he's challenged by Vashet saying like What's the big deal? Let's go screw in the bushes, but he's challenged where it feels like it, it's a challenge he's ready for, whereas it wouldn't feel that way if he was the character he was at the start of this book. He wouldn't like that would feel almost like predatory or like he wasn't ready for that. You know what I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I see it.
0: And listeners, we'll see you through our all-seeing eye on tomorrow's page. Uh, I thought you were going to do like an avatar thing. I see you, listener. (laughs) I do see you. Awa moves through all of us, and it'll move through you on tomorrow's page of the win.